Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Tyler, and this week we are going to be talking to Danny Rosenthal. Hello, Danny. Hey, how is everyone? I guess they can't say anything, but how are you? (laughs) I'm doing really, really, really well, and I am so excited to talk to you about your book, Nanny ABCs, The Sitter's Handbook. Thanks so much. I I love talking about it too, but that could just be ego. (laughs) Well, but it's also, it's so well written. We'll get into that. Before we get into that, let's, um, let's hear your nanny journey. I think nanny journeys are so fun. Oh my gosh. Uh, I have a good one. You're in store because before I was a nanny and I think I've told you this privately, but I was a musician Mm -hmm. and I was doing really well at being a musician. My, the band I was in, uh, we were on billboard charts. We were, one, we were sandwiched between John Mayer and Ed Sheeran. And it was, things were going really well, but I just fell out of love with doing that. And when I thought of what I really enjoyed doing, I thought back of doing camp counseling and hanging out with all the kids and like working with them so much. So I thought about becoming a teacher and I realized right away, that's not for me. But I thought nannying, that could be right. And I was right. This is actually my dream job. So that's how I became a nanny. And then I just started working, uh, yeah, with families. There was actually an awesome app that no longer exists called Chimed. It was kind of like Uber for for babysitting. And that was how I met so many families and networked. That's really wonderful. Um, We actually have an episode that kind of features that app which is now no more. So sorry, everyone, that episode is a little. (laughs) It's too bad because they messed it up because they could have had a membership and that's where they messed up with the parents. There should have been a membership instead of a pay per play. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know those people, so I couldn't tell them. (laughs) Oh no, if only. Well, we are recording this on National Nanny Recognition Week. So happy National Nanny Recognition Week to you. Thank you so much. And same to you. Thank you. This won't be released, but just imagine in your brains back a few weeks ago to when it was. Or even better, if you're listening, you should just play this on National Nanny Recognition Week next year 
And then you'll feel like super involved with it. Yes. That's a perfect plan. Re-listen. Um, listen now and then listen again next year. Yeah. <laughs> and every week. Yes. Every week. Or just embrace National Nanny Recognition Week every week. Wow. Recognize that, that yourself. Was very, that was awesome. <laughs> Find the National Nanny Recognition Week inside your week this week. That's my challenge to you listeners. Um, wonderful. That was a very good nanny journey story. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you're so welcome. I think you're they're so also pleasant fun. and nice. I think people <laughs> don't realize how nice and lovely you are. Oh, thank you so much. You are also very pleasant and nice. I love I love doing this because I love talking to nannies because I think we're the best. Oh, we definitely are. I've, it's hard for nannies to find a community to talk to. And this, I think, is helping out so many that are having a hard time finding other nannies. It's like, you know, they, you know you're part of all of their communities and you don't even know. That, yeah, that is true. I love when listeners reach out to me, though. So if you're listening and you're like, I wish I was actually uh, talking with Martha. You can do that. Please email yeah. me at chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. I love when listeners email me. So, um, well, let's talk about your book, uh, Nanny ABC's The Sitter's Handbook. I loved it. I really, really, really enjoyed reading it. I read it during nap time. Every day I gave myself a few letters um, to read through and we'll talk about like the structure of the book in a minute, but how did you begin your journey towards writing this book? That's a good question. Well, I, when I first started out, I was looking for resources on how to nanny and I couldn't find any, and I'm not just saying that, like I really couldn't find any. And as I came up with answers to questions that I had for myself, I thought I should basically write a book and help every other nanny out. Since then, I've found other resources that have been around, but obviously it's very hard to find these resources anyways. So they're out there, but they might be hard to find, but keep looking. So I didn't, know how to go to the bathroom in front of like the little kids that I was watching and that's a giant question to have and that's why like I started writing the book because once I figured out exactly what to do I was like well every nanny should know this and it's crazy there's no information on that anywhere that should be like everywhere like what to yeah. do every nanny needs to know that but they keep the information for themselves but like because they don't know how to share it they do this so I wrote the book because I, I want to share it yeah, and something that I really enjoyed in reading the book is that I did get slightly more of, like, the day-to-day -day of being a male nanny, mm. right? Like, like, I had never thought about going to the bathroom in front of my nanny kids, and I, I'm not sure, like, as taboo or, like, I didn't, even with male nanny kids, I don't know why, but, like, when they're super young... I was like, this is what we're doing. And when they got older, then I was like, okay, like either I'm, we're on a play date with another nanny and like 
they can watch them play while I go to the bathroom or whatever. Like we can work it out. Um, or if we're in their house, I would just go to the bathroom by myself. And I, (laughs) I do have a picture on my Instagram of them trying to like get a sword under the door. Totally. Cause you know, they want to be in there with you a lot of the time. Exactly. Yeah. So my, my trick was always to have them go on the other side of like the stall. Like, so like I did a lot of traveling with families. Uh, I traveled in, I was in London, in France. Those, one of those is a city. One of those is a country. I'm aware. Uh, uh, we were in Spain. Uh, we were traveling everywhere. And so we had to use a lot of bathrooms on the go. So we weren't just like in the house or in places that we knew at all. So uh, I would have them talk to each other and I would ask them questions or things to think about while I was going to the bathroom. And yeah, so they were turned around the other way. I highly recommend that method. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's a great method. And it also like creates kind of this nice time of like you asking questions and them coming up with solutions or their own opinions and like getting to know better. And I can imagine having been to London, France, and Spain, the bathrooms there sometimes are like very different. I was about to say that they are wacky and that's not true. They're normal for there. But like I went to this bathroom in France that it was on a beach. And like, as soon as you closed the door after being in there, it like washed the entire bathroom. Wow. And I, I just remember being like, what if you accident, like they have, I guess they have to have something in place so that you're not trapped in there while that happens. But to my 12 year old brain, I was like, this is nightmare scenario. And then to think about being a nanny and being like, oh, like a kid, you know, decides to come in with you and then wants to go out or whatever. Like that happens decently often. If that happened yeah. in that bathroom like would you get sprayed down with disinfectant i don't know um these are the these are the questions we need answers to we do so uh in your uh nanny one two threes book we'll answer these deeper yeah, questions exactly i will say if you are traveling keep change with you because a lot in other yeah. countries you need to pay to use the bathroom and when i was out and about it just, I was very lucky one day that the kid was playing with a lot of change and took it with him. Mm-hmm. And when his little sister needed to go to the bathroom, I was like, give me the change. We need, we need to use this now. And he was all for it. It was awesome. Oh, that was is, great. that's really great. I'm glad that it wasn't like a fight because that could have escalated quickly. Yeah, um, yeah. So what gave you the idea of basing it on the ABCs? That's a great question. And as I was writing down things that I wanted to talk about, I couldn't, I was having a very difficult time organizing it as a book. Right. And then at one point it just hit me that like I could use the method from kid books that are like A is for this, D is for that. And that was a total game changer for me writing it because then I just wrote down all the letters and started writing every topic I could think of. And it even helped me change like what letter that topic should be under. Cause uh, you know, a lot of things could be similar. I don't have the book in front of me, but you could tell that you like, okay, that word, you could have also used this other word and then had something under K. So that is what I did there. 
Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did think about that. I was like, I wonder if there was some like slight changes in what you call things to like balance it or to like get a letter that didn't have a lot. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, Z is a very tricky word to get things for. Spoiler alert. I use the word Zen because I know that that's a big thing for you, but uh, learning how to keep yourself calm in all sorts of situations can really save the day for yourself. Oh my gosh. It, I, I think it's like one of the most important things is to know how to check in with yourself when you are triggered by something. And I don't mean triggered in the like way that it's being culturally used a lot right now, but I mean, actually like something bubbles up inside of you and you're because we are in people's homes right and we're working with people's children and so a lot of times like our own inner child work gets like hit gets triggered when we're in other people's homes working with children who may be at the same age that something happened in our lives that we haven't dealt with yet and so when that bubbles up I also am in a trauma class right now everyone so just (laughs) Hold on. This is deep. (laughs) I hope everyone is ready. Pull out your notebooks and and pencils. Start writing some of this down, people. This is good stuff. But I'm just saying, like, you do need to be able to, like, find your zen in that moment and be like, I'm going to deal with this later because I have to deal with this because it keeps coming up for me. Um, But just not sacrificing your time with the child around that. Or yeah. taking it out on the child accidentally. Because mm. I, I think that that can also happen. And it's, it's pretty tragic when it does. Yeah. Well, I mean, the number one way I think that this applies to everyone is like when you're having your own terrible day and then you have to show up at their house and you got to check all your baggage at the door because yeah. it's time to, to play or time to like get down to business with whatever it is. And it's unfair to bring your even if this is your own family if you're a parent it's unfair to bring your your work home with you and it's unfair to bring your home to work with you because they're gonna get mixed up in a way that's it's not valuable for what you want to achieve right and uh you have to just yeah you have to move forward with that and you know make yourself who you want to be when you're there yeah. Yeah. And I also, I loved the organization of the ABCs too, because as you were talking about at the beginning of like, I was looking for resources about being a nanny. I couldn't find those resources. I think that now we have gotten more resources and the resources that already existed are, are more easily found, still not super easy, but I love that in your book, I can be like, hey, I'm having this issue. Let me go look. I know exactly where this is because it's alphabetized. Yeah. Well, I think a a huge problem for people finding this stuff is if you're just entering it, you don't know how much or where to find things are. So I I don't know how long it took me to figure out that I could join nanny groups on Facebook, but there's there's a place for that. And I don't know how long it took me to find out certain people that are prolific speakers in like the nanny industry to find their voices, but they're there. So there's all these places that you should search out, but you might not know how to even do that or that that would be available. 
So like, I'm pretty technically like a caveman. <laughs> so I don't think of so in social media terms. So like, it's hard for me personally to like find things and think that like, oh, there'd be a group on, on Facebook of like nannies that you would love to talk to. So that's a, that's a giant one that I just, you know, uh, a, a really easy community and resource is just Facebook. Yeah, it is. And also, I think you have to be cautious about Facebook sometimes too, um, uh, mental health wise. I, uh, it's a balance. I, well, yes, this is why I'm like a caveman. It's not good for my mental health to, to be on these platforms. I also don't, uh, there's too many buttons. I know they try to make it really simple, but I don't know how most of it works. And there's no classes. Like, why doesn't, this is a, a total side note, but like, why doesn't Instagram give me a little bit of a class on like how the community should really work? Why not do that? that that's, that's a million dollar idea for someone out there listening. Make that class, create yes. a course on how Instagram, the community works and how you can flourish in that. I'm not talking about getting likes. That's a totally different thing. Right, right, right. How to be. Like how to get the most out of your Instagram time. Yeah, or Facebook or any of those things. People yeah. should do that. That's a, I'm giving that million dollar idea away for free because it's not for me. As we know, I'm not good at any of those things. So there we go. All right. The challenge, the gauntlet has been thrown, listeners. So like, pick it up, somebody. Um, No, I think that's a great idea. I would take that course if somebody does make it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I would too, because I do get overwhelmed sometimes, especially like updates. Anyway, um, (laughs) how, how did you decide like what should go in and did you cut anything? And if so, how, how did you make that decision? That's an amazing question. And no, I didn't cut anything. I just kept writing and writing everything I thought about that I thought could be of an impact. So nothing got cut. Now I realize so many more things should be added. And one day that book will come out with all the extra things and uh, such. But my goal was really to write in, I mean, like the way it reads, it doesn't read like the way I talk. I tried to make it very unbiased and just let people know exactly like a handbook. Like if it was the Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts handbook of what to do, this is how you do it. Now I think I would probably write it more in my own voice and write a lot more things. So like uh, I was thinking about discipline earlier. And so I was just like, what did I write in my book about that? And what I wrote is crazy short. I would write, that could, I mean, obviously for a lot of people, that's whole books right there. But I was just trying to make it like a very uh, applicable resource for someone to just be like, these are some keys and, you know, find your own, uh, your extra resources on that. But here's a good starting point. And for other things, I went into like crazy depths, I think, uh, like writing a resume uh that's 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 a way that's every uh thing that i used on writing my resumes and why every job i ever applied for i got it like that's just like what i did and i wanted to make sure everyone could use that yeah and i love i love that um it's easy i can imagine if i was just starting out as a nanny especially 
like carrying it in my backpack to my nanny job. And it's so like user friendly because you did make it like a handbook, but not like a, like a a super detailed, so detailed that it's hard to find stuff handbook. Like you have a really nice balance of like, there's enough information to get you started and it's easy to find that information. Um, I can imagine taking it to work with me and being like, okay, this issue came up in during the morning. Now it's nap time. Let me just like see what does Danny have to say about this? And then like, and it's so easy to do with the million things that you're trying to do during nap time. Yeah. Well, like we were talking about before with Facebook and how that community could be, uh, I can't think of the uh, the correct word, but a time suck. And so those communities, people go out to them and they type in what their problem is. And then they get all these nannies advice. And some of it is amazing. And some of it is the most horrid advice I've ever read. And I wanted to make sure that what I wrote was just, this is best practices. This is for the industry. Anyone can use this. It doesn't matter if you're a female nanny or a male nanny, this all works no matter what your circumstances are. So it doesn't dive in deep to some of the questions I've answered for other nannies, Mm -hmm. but it's everything that I needed in my first year to succeed. And that's what I wanted to make sure everybody had. It definitely, you know, there's so many, so many things uh, to talk about, I'm sure. But I wanted to make sure everybody had a heads up on everything that I wish I had known my first year. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought of the idea of the name of your second book. It should be oh. like uh nanny XYZs. And it's like a little like edgier, a little like <laughs> more, more stuff, more complete. Cause it's like the end of the alphabet. I love it. That's yeah. uh, I, I definitely love that. I gift that to you. Thank you. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so I, as I was reading, there were a lot of things. So I spend a lot of my time really focused on like the, the interpersonal childcare, right? Like that's where a lot of my reading around um, nannying has been. I'm also in family counseling right now. So like developmentally and, and things like that, just like really, really child focused. But we know that as nannies, we're also in people's homes and we're doing like home care too. So I, I did want to tell you like what can go in the dishwasher, that section changed my life. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is great information that I didn't, I honestly didn't know some of that. Yeah. I didn't know it either. <laughs> I had to look up this after I made a terrible mistake. I didn't, I didn't growing up, I didn't really grow up with a dishwasher. Not that I can remember. I don't know. We moved around. There wasn't a dishwasher that I recall. So I didn't know how any of that stuff worked. But a lot of people have them, apparently. Yes. And I didn't know what could and could not go in them. And uh, I put in a wooden spoon and it broke. Uh, And then I told the family. And for some reason, this wooden spoon had a, a a large emotional attachment for them. It was like 13 years old. It reminded them about their daughter when she was a baby. Now she's 13. And 
all these things. And I was like, oh, so I fixed it. I bought uh, wood glue that's mm-hmm. uh, FDA approved for like cooking. With, wow. uh, yeah, that exists. But I didn't want that to happen to other people. And that's when I started my journey of learning what can and cannot go in a dishwasher, which has been a giant help for my girlfriend. I'm sure she would say I'm too... Uh, 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 not good about strict about it. Yes, that's (laughs) the word. And uh, but I just try to help out. What is that? Why is that a problem? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, and I really appreciate it because I haven't had a dishwasher as an adult very often. And when I was a child, my dad like really does enjoy loading the dishwasher. So that was like not as much part of my chores. Um, I was more like a, like on the front end of the meal, like set the table, help cook, things like that. And then he like, it's his Zen place to like have the dishwasher perfectly loaded. And so (laughs) I'm, I think I missed some of the stuff. Um, but that's really good to know. I also, it also made me think when I read that story, it made me think about like, potentially on that that like trial period or your like initial like walk through of the house I think it would be a really good idea to be like are there things <laughs> that have like big emotional like we should be really careful around wow that's a mind-blowing concept and yes Everyone should ask that from now on. Everyone should, in fact, if you are a nanny and you're going to work tomorrow, like you should just probably ask like, hey, just making sure, I don't know if I've picked up on all the things that are of sentimental value in your house. What are the ones that we should really be careful of? Yeah. That, that would be help, so helpful. Wow. And I, and I think that you got to give it like a 24 hour or just, you know, forever because I think that like if you ask me that about my house there's certainly things that I could be like this this and this but then I think that there are some things that I would in the end I I would have to think about to get to that place of being like no actually this is important to me oh yeah I think that's one of the giant things is that when you become a nanny you don't realize that a lot of being a nanny isn't working with kids, but it's working with parents Yes, to figure out, well, there's just so many things. Uh, you know, I always talk to my friends about how you don't realize what is important to you and how it is done or where it is accomplished or when until you have to tell someone else. And you, so you might not find that stuff out until you've hired a nanny for the very first time and you have to tell them, oh, I don't like all of these things because they're so different than I do them. So like when I first work with a family, I always ask them, uh, how do they like things folded? Because Mm -hmm. everybody actually folds things pretty differently. So when I was with the last family, uh, I asked the mom and she was like, I don't care. The little girl was there and she's like, actually, I care. And this is how I like my sweaters folded. And I was like, and we were both blown away because the mom was like, I didn't know she would care about this. So that's like how you know, important all these little questions are. I would definitely implore everyone to ask questions about everything all the time. There should always be a question that comes after somebody asking you to do something or telling you about something. There should always be a question. Always ask. Follow up. Follow up questions. They're important. Um, I did want to say for things in the kitchen, 
um, something that I have learned by making a mistake is that you got to open the oven and look in it before you preheat it because sometimes, especially like in Chicago, because apartments are smaller and I'm sure this is true in New York city or anywhere that real estate is more expensive. Um, storage is an issue. And so one family that I was just babysitting for, I went in, was trying to make the kids some like chicken strips for dinner, turned on the oven and then smelled something awful. And they were keeping like a bunch of like plastic plates in there. And I was like, I mean, that's a bad plan, but also. (laughs) You're right. You're right. You are not wrong there for thinking you could preheat the oven without looking at it. That's a standard uh, that I think should be okay. I definitely keep things in my oven, but they're, they're the cookie sheets. That's right. what I keep in there. That's what I keep in mind too. Cause then if I preheat them, it's fine. Exactly. <laughs> and so I think she then did switch it out. Cause I babysat for them again, like a month later. And I mean, certainly she had to like throw all that away, but, um, then she was like, actually, this wasn't the best practice. But I'm just saying, like, investigate when you're new to a kitchen, plan ahead so that you can investigate uh, around the kitchen. Yeah, absolutely. And kudos to you for uh, them hiring you again. That type of thing. That's how good you are. You didn't even know. That's how good you are. You can burn people's stuff. And they're like, we still need to have her back. That is true. They did still need to have me back. Um, Those kids were real fun. Um, Yeah. Okay. So uh, how can listeners get a copy of your, of your excellent resource? Well, there's two ways that I know of. I'm sure there's more, but you can definitely go to Amazon and just type in nanny ABCs. That would work. Uh, Typing in Danny J nanny. That also works. Or you could go to my website, but actually I happen to know that the book is like everywhere books are sold. So it's like at Barnes and Noble, it's probably on eBay. You can, it's very easily found. And uh, I would ask uh, parents to get it for you. I don't think it should be your responsibility to have to get this, but I think you should definitely have it. Or, you know, even better, if you just have a question, people could just totally email me at Nanny at nannyabcs.com. I think I did that right. If it's not right, go to nannyabcs.com. Find it all out. If it's, love- not, if it's not right, don't worry because it's down in the show notes. See, there you go. And I love right, talking to people. click on it. I get, I get a lot of emails and I love answering them all. And I really take my time trying to give people good advice. <laughs> That's awesome. I, yes, I also... Um, love getting emails from listeners you that's how we connected i emailed you that's how well this works she will actually answer your emails (laughs) i'm telling you people it's so worth it yes i love it um and then uh tell me about your podcast oh well my podcast is nanny abc's next step uh podcast and it's focused uh interestingly enough more towards the agencies, but, nice. it ha- but most of the people that listen to it actually are nannies. So 
uh, I try to make sure that we have actionable steps that we can improve how you're doing things in your life or with your nanny family uh, that you can use immediately. So we don't just talk in like metaphors and stuff. At the end, I really try to give you some tips of like things that you can just start doing today to take you further in your life. I think that's so important. It took me a long time to figure out that I liked knowing things that I could immediately start doing. And so I just wanted to share that with other people. Yeah, I love it. I'm excited to listen. Um, And I'll be on an episode. So check that out. That's going to be an amazing episode. So everyone should definitely check it out. Uh, It's going to be really good. We haven't done it yet, but I know what we're going to talk about. And minds are going to be blown. It's going to be great, y'all. Uh, so yes, check that out. Love that. Um, yeah. Are, are there, um, is there anything else? That you know, you uh, uh, aside from like, maybe like to asking people to send me like their best recipes, I, I would, uh, you know, not, not too much. I don't know. I, I love talking. I could talk forever. I love talking about nannying stuff. Uh, Here's a, here's a crazy thing. If people wanted to tell me who their favorite agency was, that would blow my mind because I like helping people out in grand ways. And I would love to know like why people like the agencies that they like. And if they don't like agencies, that is even crazier to me. And I would love to know why people don't like doing that. So I don't know. People should email me. I will talk their heads off, but I love talking. So that's my cross the bear for anyone that has to listen to me. Yeah, but that's what podcasts are all about. So I love it. Um, and yeah, I, I'm so fascinated by that question of like, what's your favorite nanny agency and why? Because I've never used a nanny agency. And what? so my mind is blown right now. Get this. Your mind's about to be extra blown, except for one family literally all of my nanny families have come from my very first nanny family. Wow. Through connections, various connections. Wow. That's amazing. What's your, what's your secret? What do you, why are you so good? Okay. Here's actually my secret is that I worked a block party for that nanny family. And in working the block party, almost every family on the block was like, hi, do you freelance babysit? And I was like, yes, yes, I will babysit for you. So I babysat for every child in their building at one point um, and then nannied for a child in their building. And then I also took those first kids to an art class and a different mom saw me at that art class, loved how I was with them and asked, she was friends with this mom. And she was like, hi, I know that like you ebb and flow on your work. When you're in an ebb, (laughs) could I, uh, could I use Martha? And this mom was like, yeah, because she was like a freelance. So sometimes she had a lot of needs and sometimes she didn't. And so we worked it out where I was like shared between those two families. And and then from there, it's just continued. I've continued to be recommended out. That's amazing. And really shows how uh, you can make this so business-like in like a 
I think why people are going to be loving, like why people love you so much is just because you're so easy to talk to. And I don't know, there's a empathy that I'm getting from you even over here. And listeners should know that they should definitely reach out to you. Like, why would you not want this in your life? Just say hello, right? Like, wouldn't you love the hello? Yes. Just give her a hello. 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 And then tell me, I also would love some recipes because I've been quarantined cooking a lot more. And um, I attempted a risotto today. It didn't go as well as I had hoped, but, (laughs) but I know that that, now, now I have more information and next time I make a risotto, I think it'll go a lot better. Yeah. Well, I didn't know how to cook until the family that I just worked for and they like taught me how to cook. And now I love cooking. I figured out some things. There's, there's some basic things. It's kind of like that Instagram class. I think people should make That's yes. kind of what they did for me about cooking. And they just gave me like seven recipes that they were like, this always works and you can do it on anything. And I was like, wow, that is so amazing. If people want them, they, again, just email me or they should email you and ask for your, you know, we should all, people should be hyped up like we are right now. Yes. I am, right? We're hyped, right? We're hyped. This is amazing. Why isn't every day just nanny hype stuff? We should hype every nanny up. I don't know. High fives. Like we should like high fives. If you're listening to this, give yourself a high five because you're killing it. Yes. Yes, I love it. Um, I have loved talking to you so much. I'm excited to continue to talk to you on your podcast. So listeners, be on the lookout for that. I'll post about it. Um, And we end each show with a cute, fun story. Ooh, if only I was prepared, which I am. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Danny's brought one. Lay it on us, Danny. It took me a while to think of something that's not just funny to me. And this, again, is probably really only funny to me. But this one time uh, I was with this child and he had a cut on his finger. Mm. And I was like, that's so crazy. You have a cut on your finger. I have a cut on my finger too, but I don't know how I got it. And so he, he was like, thought really hard for a second. And he was like, do you have spikes on your bed? And I was like, no, I don't. And then he thought some more and he said, did you put it in applesauce? And I was like, no, no, I didn't. And then he thought really hard and he said, what's applesauce? (laughs) And, and then he was like, oh, I remember. And then we just laughed. And that was, that was that. It was amazing. Uh, I'll never forget that little guy. That's so cute. Did did he have spikes on his bed? I don't know. I should have asked. I was he just might. that could have been his problem. <laughs> I was just curious because that's such a wild. I mean, I could also see a child being like, "Where could you get hurt and maybe not know your bed?" So I could yeah. see that thought process. But spite a spiked bed. Sounds so dangerous to me. <laughs> Do you really, you, uh, it's really not child safe as, no. as much as I know. Yeah. Definitely yeah. could get cuts on your fingers. Yes. I'm sure of that. Yes, me too. And we don't want that. No, not at all. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that story. And thank you for taking time to talk to us. Thanks so much for having me here. I loved it. 
We, I love this. Thank you so much. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Chronicles of Narnia is produced and hosted by Martha Reddick. Artwork by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Narnia and on Twitter at Narnia Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnarnia at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.